Welcome to The Money Hour with Tina Mitchell. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, NMLS 7233. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC. Now, in the studio, local mortgage and finance expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome to the Money Yard, 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, March 10th show. I am your host and mortgage expert, bringing in advice and inside knowledge on today's events and how it affect our economy and your money. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but I'm here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that I have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyr.com. And my lineup for today's show, Vincent Humphrey with Humphrey and Associates. How to save money on lawyers. So it'll be a great to know how to save money if you've got to hire an attorney. Also in studio, I have Wolf Pulp with Windermere Yarra Bay. The state of the second home market in 2018, and he definitely is one that knows about that, um, really owning his second home in Chelan, so it'll be fun to hear about that as well. And last guest in studio, Lori Lamoureux with Seamless Moves, Moving and Running Your Home Seamlessly. Nice little twist to it. Great guests and great guests. Great information and great guests in studio. For more information on any topic, please call the show at one 855 5-411-50. Again, that's one 855 or online at themoneyhour.com. And let's start at today's show, as always, with a little money chat. Money. Money. Today, I thought I'd bring in uh, flipping a house and tax consequences. You know, there's a lot of people out there uh, trying to flip homes, trying to find an opportunity to be able to do so and possibly make um, some quick money. Uh, buying in the house, renovating it quickly, and then selling it again isn't seamless as HTVD flip and flop or fixer up might make it look. It's important that you are prepared for the never televised side of the property investing, and that is taxes. So that's what I want to talk to you about today. Flipping houses can be exciting venture without a doubt, and one that, if done correctly, can bring in a kind of return and investment that you've been seeking for. But buying a house, renovating it quickly, and then selling it isn't as seamless as the TV show may make it look. Which brings me always to the dreaded subject, which is taxes. We actually had a tax advisor in uh, last week on the show. If you listened last weekend, it would have been great to get a little advice from him as well. But uh, taxes are why you hire an accountant. And that's what really the show is about, is being able to find your resources that you need for the best of the best expert in anything regarding finances. We are actually talking about that before the show show started today, that there's just so many different options or so many different things to consider when it comes to anything, and that's including taxes. So um, very much feel that you need to hire an expert in all these areas. But studying up on a flip can save you from surprises later. So here's a few guidelines. The most important consideration in flipping is how long you hold the property. If you retain the property for more than a year, federal law rewards that you by treating it as a profit from the sales as long as it's a capital gain. Now that means that the tax rate on your profit is much lower maxing out around 20% for investors, even in the highest income tax bracket. Now, for those in lower tax brackets, the rate could be lower, even as low as 0%. But if you flip in less than a year, tax rates are not in your favor. Money you make up by buying and selling 
The same property in less than a year is considered a short-term capital gain and is taxed at ordinary income rates, which are much higher and can max out around 39% of your profit. Yet the equation can get far more complicated than that, especially more freq- as you're flipping properties more frequently. Uh, what you should be mindful of is whether or not what you're doing could be considered purely as an investment. So is flipping something that you're doing addition in addition to a daily job? If the government can make the case and it's more than just an investment, they will try to recategorize the transaction as a trade or a business. And those profits are handled differently. For someone looking to flip occasionally, it's unlikely that the Internal Revenue Service would consider the um, activity as business and will treat it like an investment such as stocks or bonds. Now, there's no magic number for at what point it transitions into a business, but the more houses you flip, the greater chance that the government will call it a trade or a business. Now, the result, even more taxes... Not only are flippers' profits taxed as ordinary income, but they could also be subject to self-employment tax. So there are ways to be creative. According to the federal law, a homeowner can qualify for a federal tax exclusion on a sale profit if the home is considered a primary residence. Now, the IRS would need proof of the residence, such as a car, registration, or utility bills. We were actually talking about this before the show as well. And a homeowner must have lived in the property for two of those last five years. Now, when it comes to... Time to sell. The law allows for single homeowners to exclude up to 250000 of the profit from federal taxation. And if married, the exclusion doubles to 500000 Now, you can buy properties, move in, and take your time over multiple years to rehab them before selling, living among the construction noise and all the inconvenience of that. Um, although the investor should understand that the tax implications, a decision to flip should never be made on taxes alone. So if renovations are taking longer, at least there might be a tax advantage. But sometimes it's important for you to move the asset so that you can purchase another one. Sometimes the opportunity of what might be greater than the tax consequences on doing the sale. So my advice to you um, as a host of the show with the Money Hour is to connect with a professional accountant. Of course, I have resources for that. You can go to themoneyhour.com and check for tax resources and get connected and make sure you're getting the best possible advice and making the best decision for your family and your future finances. That's the Money Chat coming up next in the Money Hour. How to save money on lawyers, Vincent Humphrey with Humphrey and Associates right here at 1150 AM KKNW after this short break. Never imagined your marriage would be ending? Not sure if you're going to be the weekend parent? How long is the divorce process going to take and who can you trust? The attorneys at Humphrey & Associates understand that these are just a few questions that may be going through your mind. You're not alone and they've helped many people in your same position. Their mission is to serve you while you get through this difficult time. Divorce and parenting plans are difficult enough. Working with an attorney shouldn't be. Humphrey & Associates is committed to providing affordable legal services that you can trust. You need good, solid legal advice that isn't going to cost a fortune. Worry no more. To schedule your free consultation, just call 206-946-8580 or go online to halegalteam.com. Hi, this is Vincent Humphrey. Go ahead and give us a call today at 206-946-8580 or you can reach us online at halegalteam.com. Again, that's 206-946-8580 or online at halegalteam.com. Love to hear from you. 
When the time comes to sell an aging parent's home, there are many questions that require a reassuring expert. Wolf Pulse, a local realtor from Windermere Real Estate for over 30 years, has special training and experience to make that transition less stressful for all. Call Wolf Pulse for a free consultation about preparing and selling your parent's home. This is Wolf Pulse with Windermere Real Estate. You can reach me on my cell phone, 425-444-2787. Again, that's 425-444-2787. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage and finance expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome back to The Money Hour with your host and mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, right here on 1150 AM KKNW, the March 10th show. It's a great day to talk money. That's why I'm here. That's what the show is all about, how to make money, save money, and build a better quality of life for you and your family. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to rebroadcast, uh, but you can call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50. Oak, or go online to themoneyr.com to ask any questions or get connected with the guests that I have in studio today. And right now in studio, Vincent Humphrey with Humphrey & Associates. How to save money on lawyers. Vincent, thank you so much for coming back and joining me in studio. So good to see you, Tina. Always excited to see what topic we're going to talk about. (laughs) So saving money is really good, especially if you can learn how to save money when it comes to hiring an attorney. Absolutely. So a little bit about Vincent. Vincent Humphrey is an attorney at Humphrey & Associates PLLC, which focuses on family law and civil litigation. His passion is bringing justice and clarity to those in need. His experiences allow him to work well in many different situations, and his service first mentally allows him to break past the toughest scenarios. Vincent holds a Juris Doctorate degree from the University of Idaho College of Law and a Bachelor of Arts degree from the University of Washington. He has advised executives from Future 100 companies as well as working with women and men and women at local grocery stores. So he does uh, works with a little bit of everybody. Vincent participates in a various of legal organizations in King County where he mentors other lawyers and is interested in helping good people going through tough situations. And I've had Vincent in studio uh, quite a few times and he is my representation when it comes to law. And I was really excited to see a little update on the uh, bio here and Congratulations. Vincent was just selected by Super Lawyers as Rising Star from the state of Washington, a designation that no more than 2.5% of attorneys can get. And that's why you're here, Vincent, because you're the best of the best. So congratulations Uh, on that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So to start out our uh, time together, what sorts of issues continue to come up in your practice that can help my listeners save some money? Yeah. And, you know, uh, I think we did a show like this, uh, similar to this, about two years ago. And one of the one of the big ones is being afraid. I think that's one of the things mm. that we see really uh, almost on a daily basis is people being afraid, and which is natural. And then also following that up is just not being prepared. And so one of the things that I'd say in regards to both of those scenarios is with the fear, we try to overcome that even in our initial consultation mm-hmm. by knowledge. And I think that's one of the things that uh, will probably come up in our talk today. But having good solid knowledge and knowledge that you can trust, which is hard, especially if you don't have a direct referral to an attorney or really any other professional. As you know, it's always best to have kind of that warm referral or Mm -hmm. trade off before just picking up the phone. And I don't think anybody uses the phone book anymore. So we'll say a a Google search and just trying to find a good attorney for you. And uh, as to preparedness, those are also things that I think we'll, we'll dive into as well, because 
having a little bit of preparation prior to, even though, like I said, we had talked about this years uh, previously, it's still one of those things that continues to come up. And so I think a little refresher is always good. Awesome. So if you were uh, served legal papers, let's talk about being scared, afraid, uncertainty would be a big one. What things could you do to help the situation initially, Vincent? Yeah. And what I'll say is, uh, I mean, we primarily do family law, but I think law in general, if you get served with papers, uh, I, I don't know, I won't say you because I'm sure you'd give me a call and say, Vincent. Uh, I <laughs> definitely would be calling you. Yes, let's what hope do it do? doesn't happen. But I love supporting your business, but I'd rather do it in this, uh, this sure, platform. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so I would say the first thing is getting organized. And that might mm-hmm. seem very basic, but it, it is so true. To have your papers, make sure you have, if, if it says page one of 10, Make sure you have all 10 pages. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times uh, people come to our office and I've got pages one, five, and three, and I don't know why I pick prime numbers, but anyway, uh, and I ask, well, well, where's the rest of it? Ah, oh, it's just in the car, it's at home, yeah. and it's very difficult on top of already being afraid and trying to get good, solid legal advice. Well, make sure you have all of your documentation, and let's move beyond that. Let's say, okay, yep, I can check that box, I have it all. What do you mean? Is there something else I should do? Well, have it organized. I have others that come and they've got a box or they've yes. got a folder and they just kind of shake it out on the table in front of me and say, okay, now I can sort through that and put page one of this one here, mm-hmm. page two of that one there. But again, if you're paying for that hour or that half hour or two hours or however much time you have with the attorney, you want to get as much as much out of that as you can. So yeah. saying, all right, here are the documents. I went online. I can see online. I can look at my docket. And that's another thing you can do. Uh-huh. It says there are 30 things. Here they all are in a binder, which is great. I have questions about 1 and 10 and 11. I don't understand them. That's a great place to start. And I would be so happy and thrilled if my clients did yeah. that or potential clients came with that level of organization. So if you're listening to this, uh, it doesn't matter if it's a family law situation, if it's a real estate situation, tax situation. Mm-hmm. When you go, being prepared or having that just basic organization signifies a lot to the attorney. A, that you're taking your own case seriously. Yes. Uh, I recently encountered some things where I wanted it more than my client, and that's never a good position to be in. Say, yeah. Look, if this is your situation, you want to be engaged. So. Makes total sense. And I know what you're saying about the asset statements because same thing doing mortgages that they leave pages <laughs> out and it just doesn't work when you're trying to get a loan. So no. yeah, if you want to save money, make it, you know, make it easy on your attorney so that you've got everything the first time around. And, you know, I like what you said, if there, you, you know, the things that you have questions about, maybe just highlight those so you can easily get to that. It's going to make it easier because it's all about saving time for that, um, that rate um, fee. Yes. So what about uh, how many copies of documents should you have? Yeah. And this is a good thing, especially with uh, TV or movies, uh-huh. uh, I can tell uh, the listeners right now that one of the things that you should know is that whatever you are giving to the court, the other side needs that. This is not, I don't know, hit different demographics, right? So this isn't Perry Mason uh-huh. or Ally McBeal or the show Suits. <laughs> I think I, I think I hit on enough there. Yeah. <laughs> So what you want to know is, because it is not that, if you are giving something to the court, the other side or the other attorney, Mm -hmm. they also need a copy. And so understanding that you need a copy for yourself, and sometimes it's actually good to have two copies for yourself, one Mm -hmm. that you have just for organization, and we can call that kind of your own personal record, and then another that you might 
want to write on or make notes or other things. And so uh, having, we'll call it a sloppy copy for yourself is uh-huh. great. But in addition to that, knowing that the court needs a copy as well as the other side needs a copy. And one of the other things, too, is uh, judges' copies. And so then... So what are, what yeah, are the right. judges? What are the judges' copies? <laughs> right. And so a lot of people don't know about judges' copies. They think, well, I gave it to the court and I've got my copy and the other uh-huh. side has copies. Isn't that enough? Actually, no. In a lot of cases, the judge specifically, they need their own copy. Huh. And so I can say that in King County, I don't think I've ever said that here on this show, but it comes up all the time where the judge actually acts kind of separate than the court in that they want their own copies as well. And if you don't do that, you could say, well, yeah, I gave it to the other side. I filed it up with the clerk. Yeah. What do you mean you don't have a copy? And the judge will look and say, no, you didn't give me a copy. So would you suggest that you're, so when you're preparing all your documents, you make all your copies and your multiple copies. And, you know, this one is for um, my attorney and for the prosecuting attorney. This one's for the judge. And then if they give them to you as their attorney, do you distribute them out? Or how is that... How is all those documents getting distributed? And that's a little bit of the, the, the secret sauce, right? The Wizard of Oz, what goes on yeah. in, our, in our in our offices. But that is some of the work what that we Google do. Google Drive? Just give everybody access to yeah, that. Yeah, but right, I guess it doesn't right. work like that. In. <laughs> <laughs> but go yet. ahead. So how Not do you yet. distribute them? And so, I mean, there's ways that we do it depending on who the other attorney is. We, uh-huh. A lot of times we actually do it electronically. So we have a yeah. system that we do that. And a lot of times clients don't know. They're just like, okay, I showed up to court and it all worked. Sure. Well, no, what we did was we filed it with the court. Yep. We gave the other side a copy and uh-huh. we gave a copy to the judge. And, oh, yeah, here's a copy for you as well. Got and it. we did it. And it's not only just copies. They've all got deadlines and all sorts of other things as well. They have to be done a certain way. Yeah. And so a good, competent attorney is aware of all of those rules. Mm-hmm. And they just take that all off the table for you. So yeah. even before you go to court, All of this is happening in the background, things, again, that you would probably just take for granted. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I showed up, and yeah, they had my papers. Yeah. So we're talking about saving money. I mean, if you're saving money, hiring an attorney that's going to make sure everything's getting done the way it's supposed to, so you're not going to end up... uh, getting that big fine or going to jail or whatever that case may be. Or showing be up to court and the judge says, show- I don't have exactly. anything. You're yeah, like, that would be a, a really <laughs> bad deal. So, uh, Vincent, let's uh, get even more uh, basic because <laughs> you know, we kind of got to break it down here. Are there some ground level things if you are just simply overwhelmed and don't know where to start? Right. Because so. I'd imagine just the idea of having something like this happen would just put you in that space. You know, I just... I'm overwhelmed and I have no idea what to do, even from the basic. Right. And we were just talking about copies, like, oh, my gosh, Uh I I had a copy. All right. Basic things. I would say some quick things you should do initially. Do a basic Google search. Uh Educate yourself. And I would say start there, especially with the terms in, let's say, the legal documents that you might have been served with, Mm -hmm. ex parte, uh, motion for temporary restraining order. I mean, I could go on and on with different terms. What does that mean? What does that mean to me? Read Mm -hmm. through your documents and to the things you don't understand, Google it. Start there. Um, So that way you know, well, it says petition. It says summary judgment. It says this. Understand at least basically what those are versus going to an attorney and just saying, hey, can you tell me? Because Because then that's going to cost you money. It will. And you still may not know what they're talking about. And if it's not a comfortable situation, you might not feel comfortable saying, I know I just paid you. 
Uh-huh. But I still don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, interesting. <laughs> so I, I would say do that in a 30-minute to maybe an hour crash course, uh-huh. educating yourself in an environment that you feel comfortable with. Maybe you leave your house. Maybe you go to yeah. a Starbucks or a library to get that information. But I would say going from that base of knowledge versus just going blindly yes. and saying, all right, take it. Because it's your case. It's, it's your life. Exactly. And that's what's so great in the, the time that we're in with technology and being able to have resources and get answers to pretty much anything that we that we want to. Uh, so, Vincent, um, what can you call um, uh, what, or when can you call an attorney? Uh, what is the best question that you're going to ask them at that first initial phone call? And I guess this is just me kind of in general, because I think this goes for professionals really as a whole. I uh-huh. think, and a client actually did this recently to me the other day, and he asked, what is your philosophy on cases like mine? Mm, that's a great question. Because jumping into what is your situation and all of that, I mean, sure, you know that, but what is your approach, uh-huh. right? And I think that matters, right? It Be it mortgage, obviously I'm an attorney, but him asking me that particular question you know, it got me thinking and saying, all right, well, am I the sort that wants to listen? Yes. Am I the sort that wants to uh, understand that you can be heard here? Am I mm-hmm. the one that wants to just run to court as a solve all for everything? What is my philosophy? And so I think that is a really good way to start. I've talked again on the show about match and having a good attorney yes, that fits you. Of course. Well, whatever your internal philosophy is, maybe on life or your outlook or your own mm-hmm. paradigm or framework, if you find an attorney that can answer that question in a way that makes you feel good or that is in alignment with your own personal goals or mm-hmm. interests, I think that's a great place to start versus how many times have you won, how many times have you lost? Well, that depends on the case, depends sure. on the scenario. Why did I take that? And ultimately, does that even really help you? You really yeah. want somebody that knows what they're talking about and that their personality fits yours. Yep, makes sense. And if they can kick butt on the side too, that's great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a really good thing when you're hiring for an attorney. So Vincent, expectations. How does your expectations factor into the overall cost of hiring an attorney? Yeah, expectations are huge. I could go on and on, but I know time does not allow. So I would say knowing what you want to get, right, at least being upfront about that, saying, well, if I am ordering a lot, well, then it would go to follow, then this might cost me a lot. If you um, are saying, ultimately, I am wanting X, well, then adjust your expectations to that. And I would say that's a lot of the work that we do as mm-hmm. in our firm on top of the legal side, but the counseling, saying you may want this, but uh, frankly, given the market and the way your house is set up, it's just not going to sell for that or it's yes, just not going to work course. out in that way in understanding that you might not get what you want, especially in divorces. If we're getting yeah. that 50%, we're actually doing very good. Yeah. <laughs> so, Vincent, I got a minute to uh, take us to oh, commercial. Man. What is, I know, never enough time. What is um, uh, something that you'd like to leave our, our my listeners with? Uh, I'll keep it short then. So do your research. Make mm-hmm. your copies and think about your overall objectives. What is it that you want? Love that, Vincent. Thank you so much for uh, being here and look forward to, of course, having you come back again really soon. Uh, thank you, Tina. And congratulations again on your recognition. You deserve it. Thanks. Coming up next on the Money Hour, the state of the second home market in 2018, Wolf Pulse with Windermere Yarrow Bay, right here at 1150 AM KKNW after this short break.
When the time comes to sell an aging parent's home, there are many questions that require a reassuring expert. Wolf Pulse, a local realtor from Windermere Real Estate for over 30 years, has special training and experience to make that transition less stressful for all. Call Wolf Pulse for a free consultation about preparing and selling your parent's home. This is Wolf Pulse with Windermere Real Estate. You can reach me on my cell phone, 425-444-2787. Again, that's 425-444-2787. Have you recently purchased your dream home only to realize that you now have to move there? Have you finally scheduled that long overdue remodeling project but with your busy schedule have no idea when you'll have time to pack up and move your things out of the contractor's way? Seamless Moves has over 14 years experience in the Seattle and east side areas helping homeowners sort through their belongings, decide what they want to keep and what they don't, then moving those things where they need to go. They also provide on-site supervision of vendors and maintenance companies when you can't be home. It's like having a personal assistant without having one staying in your guest room. Seamless Moves is licensed, bonded, and insured, and its team members are passionate about providing one-to-one, individualized service for you and your family. Hi, I'm Lori Lamoureux, founder of Seamless Moves. Call us today for a free consultation in the Seattle and Eastside areas at 425-746-1334 or find us on the web at SeamlessMoves.com. That's 425-746-1334. We look forward to working with you on your Seamless Move. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage and finance expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome back to The Money Hour with your host and mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, right here on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, March 10th show. I am here to help you build a strong financial blueprint, one show, one week, and one show at a time. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to rebroadcast, but I'm here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that I have on the show today. You can call the show at one 855 411150. Again, that's 1 855 411150, or go online to themoneyhour.com. In studio right now, Wolf Pulse with Windermere Yarbay, Bay, the state of the second home market in 2018. Wolf, thank you for coming back in studio. Hey, glad to be here. Thank you. And a little bit about Wolf. Uh, Wolf had his career changed in 1984 to become a realtor. He wanted to give this career a one year tryout, and here he is, 33 years later, still working hard to share his expertise and ex- uh, experience with his clients. He has been associated with Windermere Yarrow Bay office in Kirkland for over 30 years, almost his entire career. A past president of Sing- Seattle King County uh, Board of Realtors, he continues to serve as director of Washington Realtors and having sold properties in over 50 Washington cities and towns, Wolf is able to provide counsel to sellers and buyers on both sides of the Cascades. Wolf and his wife, Lindy, split their time these days between homes in Kirkland and Lake Chelan. So I'm excited. This is just a really appropriate uh, conversation to have with you, Wolf, and to be able to share advice uh, with my listeners because you are a second home owner and um, you do a lot of commuting back, commuting back and forth with that as, as well. So a great topic uh, to bring in here. So to begin, can you define what is considered a second home market? Sure. Um, Tina, what what I usually um, differentiate, a a second home market uh, is not 
what we typically think of as investment properties when people buy rental properties or multifamily. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the second home market in, in, in our discussion today, um, are they're usually found in, in desirable, what we call desirable vacation locations, um, and they're used as family vacation homes. Um, they could be uh, they could be purchased as vacation rental investments, and they're also places where people may consider buying in preparation for retirement. Yes, and I you know especially in our area um, with Eastern Washington, it's just a really great. Um, easy place to be able to purchase something and you're still close. You can drive there um, easily. And I know uh, for you, Wolf, your expertise is mainly in Lake Chelan, considering by many um, as the favorite vacation destination in Puget Sound families. Briefly share about the market conditions uh, in Lake Chelan. Okay. Um, You know, having, you're right. We've been over it at the lake for, uh, Oh gosh, almost 20 years now. Yeah, and started out there, and and as many people in in this area, you know, their their parents, their grandparents, uh, vacation in the summers over at Lake Chelan mm-hmm. because it's a couple hours away, and uh, let's face it, it's sunny. Um, <laughs> yeah. Isn't that amazing? What two hours will do? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> There's something about going over the pass and seeing that yes. bright orb in the sky. Yeah. So, um, the um, the thing is, is that as far as um, the market is going over there, and, and one of the things that, that happens with second home markets is they pretty much trail what the Puget Sound area is doing. And mm-hmm. by that, I mean it was when, when we were going through a uh, little tough times when the, you know, the, the market recession hit, mm-hmm. then second homes are not on the radar of most people. Um, we've seen, obviously, uh, huge um, gains in, in equity in, mm-hmm. in our area. It continues uh, unabated right now. And that, um, that equity uh, gets people uh, thinking in, in investing in, in second homes. And so, therefore, in the last couple of years, and especially in the last, uh, I'd say, the last six months, um, the, the run-up of, of, uh, of sales in, at Lake Chelan, example, mm-hmm. has really, really even surprised those, um, the realtors that work over there, and, yeah. and obviously surprised me as well. So are you guys having the lack of inventory issue like we're having uh, here in our, our market here? Yes and no. And by that, I mean is that... Um, th- you have a little bit more than a couple weeks of inventory left? True. There's. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that in most cases, and when you look at uh, single-family homes and condominiums, um, there's, uh, we've had, I looked at it for the last six months, uh, activity there, and it's kind of a balanced market. In other mm-hmm. words, we, you know, there's... Um, Boy, that sounds you know, beautiful. It, it is a nice thing Balanced to have. Market. However, there are caveats in that, that mm-hmm. the, the good properties, just like anywhere else, the ones that are, are really desirable, um, they're still getting multiple offers. Okay. And it's not unheard of. And the prices are rising. And yeah. one of the things that, that's really been a surprise to me, and you know, having been there for a long time, there was a real glut of building lots or land available for people mm-hmm. that were thinking about, well, maybe I'll build my own. Yeah. That's tightening up tremendously. Mm. Right now we're, you know, we've got uh, inventory, but there's being swallowed up as quickly as, as uh, it, it yeah. is there. And the prices have jumped. We bought a lot 
to build our retirement home on a year ago Mm -hmm. and are just amazed what the neighboring lots have sold for in the last two months. Yeah, so it's just, it's a little crazy everywhere. So what advice, uh, Wolf, would you have for someone considering a second home purchase at Lake Chelan or any other locations like Sunkadia is is another one that is just crazy uh, booming and that's so convenient to get to. Yes, very much so. Of course, Sunkadia is, you know, only a little bit over an hour. So it's Uh very desirable for a lot of people that where time might be a constraint. Um, One of the things that I would give as an advice for someone considering buying a second home is uh, don't jump the gun. Don't be too eager because, and, and what I mean, I mean is, you know, test drive the area first. Makes sense. Go on. If, if uh, you've never been to an area, Suncadia, uh, you know, someplace up uh, north, even, you know, the San Juans or even Bellingham, some of mm. those areas, and Lake Chelan as well, um, go ahead and spend, uh, you know, a few days there, explore the area, and check out the area and also check out the lifestyle. Yeah, because um, there's going to be different things, you know, like uh, I can right now in Kirkland, I can be at my local Costco in about uh, six minutes. Uh huh. Um, there is a Costco nearby Lake Chelan, but mm-hmm. it's in, in East Wenatchee and it's a nice, you know, it's a 40 minute drive. So it isn't quite as convenient. But we are talking about the retired life, though. So you well, need, it true. doesn't need to be six minutes, right? It shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Amazon does deliver, deliver there, yeah. so I think we're pretty good. Yeah. Um, and, and I think the other thing is that you have mm. to do is remember that prices in other areas are never in direct correlation with the prices that you see at home. In other words, mm. if you're getting used to seeing million-dollar homes, even $2 million homes in your neighborhood, uh-huh. which used to just astound us, yeah. then don't think that necessarily when you go to a, a, a new area, like, for example, Lake Chelan, mm-hmm. and you see a home that might have cost might have cost a, a million dollars here in Kirkland or Bellevue, yep. that it's a bargain yeah. at 500 It yeah. may be fair market value. So you, you need to do your homework. Makes makes total sense. Um, and other options, Wolf, for if if you're not ready to take that, that complete leap into uh, your own vacation home, maybe you don't have the resources, what are there options like timeshares and things that uh, that people can invest in? There's certainly timeshares. I'm not an expert in timeshares. All uh-huh. I can tell you, though, is that timeshares do not have the same um, sense of urgency, people buying them. I mean, I'm uh-huh. not seeing that inventory turn that much. And, and I think that uh, if you're interested in a timeshare, talk to someone who specializes in timeshares yeah. in, in a real estate firm. Um, we talked a little bit about building lots. That was mm-hmm. not something that was done. Um, that was all that that active a couple of years ago. And, and now we're seeing lots, I see lots come in. If they're listed on a Monday, they may have a pending offer on them by Wednesday or Got Thursday. It. Yeah. So have you seen a shift uh, to more full-time buyers coming into Chelan? I think so. Yeah, okay. we do. Um, and maybe it's just <laughs> just a factor of myself getting older. That I'm noticing. <laughs> I notice, Possibly. I notice older people uh-huh. <laughs> asking for my senior discount. Um, so what would the, you say that percentage is of people that are actually living there full time? It, it's, you know, the... the, the um, Hard to say. It is 
getting harder to say, but but it's essentially we're probably we're probably seeing about a ten percent rise in the population, mm-hmm. the the permanent population, and we're talking a lot of times to people now. And then they go, oh yes, we're we're starting to build our house yeah. over here. We're uh-huh. going to sell our home in Linwood, Bellevue, wherever. And uh, it may not be today, but it might be, uh, you know, the next year or two. Sure, and, sure. Uh, us included. Yeah. Um, so other considerations that you would have for a listener that's considering um, moving? First of all, um, things like if you're moving with children, uh-huh. obviously check out the schools. Of course, you yep. Know, your expectations, um, you, you need to do that research as, as well. Um, if you're looking for part-time work, look and see what's available out there. If you're lucky enough to work from home and you don't need to have a destination mm-hmm. specific job, that's great. But other times, you know, the employment, uh, could be different. Um, the other thing I think that's a real important thing for people that are, um, getting older is what's the level of health care. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm, I'm happy to report that, uh, Shalane, uh, the Lake Chelan Valley uh, last year did vote in uh, a $47 million bond, and there's a brand-new uh, state-of-the-heart hospital being built uh, there yeah. in town, which is uh, important. So last question as I wrap up my time uh, with you, Wolf. Rental, do you see people coming in and, and, and buying? I know you can't do an Airbnb because you have to be you know, primary for for you to be able to use the property as an Airbnb, correct? Well, the, there are certain areas, and that's another thing. That's that's a great point. There are um, certain areas, certain neighborhoods, and you have to check the zoning yeah. um, to find out what is allowed in town. Yeah. So uh, you know, we have uh, we have a rental house that actually we're we're living in now because we sold our condominium. Mm-hmm. That rental house. I wasn't even aware, but it's it's zoned. I can put a duplex. It's zoned multifamily. Wow. So I mean, that just really seems like a great opportunity if yeah. you can, you know, use it as a rental when you're not there. Um, and I just, you know, it just uh, Shalana is so beautiful in so many places in Eastern Washington to, you know, get out of just the craziness sometimes that you can have, uh, you know, here in Seattle. Absolutely. And there's a lot of people that work remotely, you know, that are in a position that they can actually, you know, not retired, but they're still working yeah. and they're remotely. I mean, it's just a really great opportunity to have a different life and quiet things down a little bit and get a great deal in comparison. I mean, a half a million versus a million <laughs> yeah. can make a difference. It, it is a great place to de-stress. Yes, I, I yes. can attest to that. And yes. I just, you know, we're, I'm, I'm not having you um, uh, with your crystal ball, but the prediction for the, the uh, Eastern Washington, I mean, you're going to continue to see, as you're saying, some really great, great growth, most likely, and in, yeah. in Real estate. I, th- I think so. There's um, there, there's some projects that are going on now. Lots of new development going on now. In fact, it's for some folks, it's going a little bit too fast, but it mm-hmm. always is. Um, the you know, it's it's wine country now. There's 30 wineries yeah. around the lake. It's there's something for everybody to do, and yes. it's a four season destination resort. Whereas before, it was probably more known for summer. Yeah. So there's there's as much going on in the winter as there is in the summer. Well, and a, a lot of people here and, you know, the Seattle market, I mean, the winery, that lifestyle is just um, a lot of people really um, love that lifestyle. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Well, Wolf, thank you so much for coming back in studio and sharing uh, um, your wealth of information on real estate and connecting it to what you're passionate about. And, and you know, that's having a place and being fortunate enough to, uh, you know, have your second home in Chelan.
It was great to be here. Thank you, Tina. You're welcome. Coming up next on The Money are moving and running your home seamlessly. Lori Lamoureux with Seamless Moves right here at 1150 AM KKNW after this short break. Have you recently purchased your dream home only to realize that you now have to move there? Have you finally scheduled that long overdue remodeling project but with your busy schedule, have no idea when you'll have time to pack up and move your things out of the contractor's way? Seamless Moves has over 14 years experience in the Seattle and East Side areas, helping homeowners sort through their belongings, decide what they want to keep and what they don't, then moving those things where they need to go. They also provide on-site supervision of vendors and maintenance companies when you can't be home. It's like having a personal assistant without having one staying in your guest room. Seamless Moves is licensed, bonded, and insured, and its team members are passionate about providing one-to-one, individualized service for you and your family. Hi, I'm Lori Lamoureux, founder of Seamless Moves. Call us today for a free consultation in the Seattle and Eastside areas at 425-746-1334 or find us on the web at SeamlessMoves.com. That's 425-746-1334. We look forward to working with you on your seamless move. Never imagined your marriage would be ending? Not sure if you're going to be the weekend parent? How long is the divorce process going to take and who can you trust? The attorneys at Humphrey & Associates understand that these are just a few questions that may be going through your mind. You're not alone, and they've helped many people in your same position. Their mission is to serve you while you get through this difficult time. Divorce and parenting plans are difficult enough. Working with an attorney shouldn't be. Humphrey & Associates is committed to providing affordable legal services that you can trust. You need good, solid legal advice that isn't going to cost a fortune. Worry no more. To schedule your free consultation, just call 206-946-8580 or go online to halegalteam.com. Hi, this is Vincent Humphrey. Go ahead and give us a call today at 206-946-8580 or you can reach us online at halegalteam.com. Again, that's 206-946-8580 or online at halegalteam.com. Love to hear from you. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage and finance expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome back to The Money Hour with your host and mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, right here at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, March 10th show. I bring into studio each week the best of the best experts in all areas regarding your finances. I'm here to help you in today's economy. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to rebroadcast, but you can call the show at 1-855-411-50 or go online at themoneyhour.com to discuss anything regarding your finances, talk with the guest I have in studio, or chat with myself, I, your host. And right now in studio, I have Lori Lamoureux with Seamless Moves and Our topic today is a lot of fun, moving and running your home seamlessly. And that just gives you a sense of calmness. And a lot of times, uh, Lori, when it comes to uh, moving, you don't have calmness. So it's great to have somebody like you on on our side. So thanks for coming in uh, today in studio. Thank you, Tina. And you're so right. People, when they're moving, even if they're very calm in their normal life or in their jobs, they just get into this state of overwhelm. Yeah. 
it's it's good to have somebody to help them out with that. Yeah, well, we'll give them some uh, great advice today. A little bit about Lori. Lori is the founder of Seamless Moves, a moving service company serving in the Seattle and Eastside areas since 2004. She was the Navy wife for many years, and so she learned some good ways and not some good ways to make a short, long-term distance move. Lori and her team are passionate about helping people feel less stressed about moving by taking many of the details so that uh, you, your clients, can have a seamless transition to their new homes. For fun and relaxation, Lori and her family enjoy traveling, playing golf, uh, clam digging, and cooking and eating meals together. You might go uh, visit Wolf and... Uh, uh, Lake Chelan do some of that uh, recreation stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So we're talking today about moving and running your home seamlessly uh, following the brand of your company, Seam- Seamless Moves. So your description reads moving services and household management. Can you describe first moving services, a little about what that entails? Sure, Tina. Um, we help busy people with all aspects of their residential moves from pre-move downsizing and organizing um, so your home can be professionally staged to packing for your move, recommending and overseeing moving trucks and personnel, um, unpacking and organizing, putting things away in the new home, and we even take the boxes away when we're finished. So really just make it very seamless. That's correct. <laughs> so what about the uh, a difference from the services of just your traditional moving company? I mean, how are you different and unique? Well, we are either called move managers or sometimes we are called moving planners. Okay. And so that's a little bit different from a moving company who just puts all your things on a truck and takes them to the next place. Uh, we work one-on-one with our clients to assure that they receive individualized service um, specific to what they and their family need. And we manage the details that go along with some of the moves. Um, for instance, um, if a client is remodeling their home, sometimes they move some items into storage, some items go to their summer home. Sometimes some things will go to a consignment sales store Mm -hmm. and some other things might go to family members or charity donations. We find that people really appreciate having an organized plan and a schedule for accomplishing all the tasks that go along with a move like this. It really lowers their stress level. Yeah, and I think having a strategy and a plan, a detailed plan for anything that we do is critically important, but then having the expert that knows what the best plan as in your bio, and I love that. I love hearing uh, the why behind people do what they do. <laughs> you know, um, you learn the good and the bad and really to be able to put that expertise together to bring together your company to help people. So I love that. Um, so it, it's, it sounds like it is obviously a lot more than just loading everything on a truck and dropping it off to their new home. Yes, absolutely. We want to make sure that there's a plan in place for what will go where in your new home and how you want it set up. Uh, We frequently recommend and schedule other vendors as well to make the move as seamless as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, We oversee installation of closet systems um, before you move in. It's always good to be prepared in that way. Uh, We can assure that the landscapers aren't working on moving day and getting in the way of your truck. Uh, We can uh, schedule a dog walker so the furry family members aren't underfoot or stressed out by your move. So there are a lot of details that happen uh, on and around the move that we can organize and um, make sure that things go more smoothly. So you are the project manager right. of the move and that transition. That's exactly right. Love That's it. what we call ourselves. So tell me about your household management services. What's that? 
Well, we developed household management services in response to our clients' needs once they have moved into their new homes. Um, sometimes it becomes obvious once you've moved that, for instance, the gutters need to be cleaned or the dishwasher's making a funny sound. So for people who have demanding jobs, it can be difficult to review and schedule vendors. Our clients will call us and we take care of it. We have many different types of services and people that we've worked with over the years and we feel confident referring them. So it really sounds like a, a one-stop shop where That's you're right. really coordinating everything and all the players. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, and the beautiful thing about that, I'm, you know, one of my core practices, uh, professional core practices, embracing your strengths. Mm-hmm. And it's really about, um, you know, doing what you're good at, what you love to do, because there's only so much time in the day. We can't make more time, but we can make more out of the time that we have if we're doing what we're good at and what we enjoy doing and being able to hire out the rest. And somebody that does this day in and day out, not just the work itself, but is actually connected at a high level with all the other team players that need to make that seamless move. (laughs) So love that. I love the name of the company as well. Thank you. So uh, what about uh, a little bit more about how that how that works? Well, when someone needs a service, we'll go and get quotes for the services, get them approved um, by the homeowner. And then we are on site to let them in and out and do their work. And we oversee the work to ensure it's being done to the client's satisfaction. Okay. So what are some of the household services that you've managed uh, for your clients recently? Um, We do uh, things that you would think would be obvious and normally needed around your home, like scheduling a gutter cleaner or someone Mm -hmm. to look at your dishwasher. But we've also had clients who have needed a charging station set up in their garage because they just bought an electric car. Uh, One client, we had a company remove milfoil weeds in their waterfront beach and build an outdoor fire pit. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Many of our clients want holiday lights hung up and taken down and put neatly away for next year. (laughs) You guys just gave me an idea. Right, right. Uh (laughs) So all all sorts of things that you might need or want around your home, and you just don't have time to take a certain amount of hours off of work every week to get things done. Yeah, so it sounds like you are so much more than moving, and you're you're actually acting as um, that personal assistant to every need that your clients might have. So I would assume that you probably you have regular clients that are just constantly coming back to you for these types of mm-hmm. service, correct? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we do act as a personal assistant. Um, most people don't have a full time personal assistant unless you're an I extremely do. high level executive. <laughs> you know, I've got Victoria. <laughs> yeah, Victoria is awesome. Doesn't, she doesn't do any of this personal stuff. Right. Right. <laughs> so we can act as a part time on call assistant, uh-huh. and we're not sleeping in your guest room. Yeah, love that. So, are you? How does this look as far as charge? Do you charge by the hour, or um, how does the fee structure work? We do um, charge by the hour, um, and it depends on the services that clients need us to provide. But mm-hmm. we have agreements in place with each customer so that they know what we're doing for them, mm-hmm. how long it'll take, and what the costs will be. Uh, we like to be very transparent about those types of things. But we do keep. Uh, we recommend people keep in mind that the cost of their time and yes. also the cost of the stress of, on their mm-hmm. life and their family. Um, you were talking about overwhelm mm-hmm. before, and I frequently say the cost of overwhelm. Yeah, I I love that. And I, you know, I do so much um, uh, teaching around that in my my coaching program, which is all about um, business efficiency, uh, lead generation at the highest level possible. And the biggest thing is really just is what you said, is really keeping your space clean, your emotional space and not being attached to all of that stuff that majority of people 
80% of their day is attached to the emotional stress around things that is so easy mm-hmm. to get rid of by efficiency, high efficiency levels, but also being able to hire people to take care of the things. And then there's brings you so much more um, resources emotionally to be able to make the money and do the activities that you really want to do and that you're good at doing. So um, just love that. So um, uh, as a as a client, they can kind of maybe map out what they might need in the future to mm-hmm. look at the cost associated to right. these different areas right. and then put together a budget. Exactly. Yeah, makes total sense. Um, are, are there other companies in Seattle who provide this part-time? Because I've never heard of a... a, a can I kind of look at you as a high-end moving company, high-end moving company, <laughs> because you do so much more than moving. Right. But then you have this other extension of the business as well. So you're kind of like two businesses all rolled into yes. one. So do you have any competitors out there? Uh, none that I'm aware of, uh-huh. but because of how busy everyone is these days and the demanding high-level jobs in this area, um, we found that there is a market for helping people to make their home run seamlessly. Yes. And as you know, uh, Lori, because you're in the same uh, space as I am with real estate professionals and you represent the uh, the show so you can connect with you connect with a lot of my uh, real estate agent guests. Uh, Wolf being here is, is one of them. So I'd imagine you have a, a big percentage of your clients are actually business professionals that are help clients through that process like a real estate agent. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yes. And we really value our relationships with people who are in different parts of the real estate industry, whether it be realtors or stagers or decorators or Mm -hmm. remodelers. We've been doing a lot of work with people who are remodeling lately. Yeah. And I, you know, so a shout out to uh, any of my real estate agents that are listening to the show today. Um, You know, really, if the client is the first person to you, being able to connect them with those power partners and those vendors that are going to make that process so much easier uh, makes you look really uh, good as well. So my listeners love stories. I love stories. Everybody loves stories. So what's a success uh, story that you can share or uh, a story of something that, um, um, didn't go so well that could have uh, utilizing your services? I think the main thing, it's not any one particular story, but a lot of times when you're moving or when you're trying to have someone come in your house and fix something, something will go wrong. The the schedule gets messed up or there's a a, a crash on the freeway and, you know, the vendor can't get there or what. It's always important to have someone on your team like our people mm-hmm. who you can call and, and, and say, look, I need this to, you know, happen. How can you, can you help me make this happen? Yeah. And so that's the type of things that we provide for clients because it, it's just too difficult if you're doing your regular nine to five or nine to nine job uh-huh. yes. <laughs> and you're trying to get things done and everybody's here in studios <laughs> laughing. He's like, yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's just how, that's just how it is nowadays. But yeah. it, no, it's good to have someone on your team who can say, you know what? I think I have a backup plan. I think yeah. we can make this work. So what about families that are listening with, uh, there's a lot of senior transitioning uh, happening right now. So um, I know that you probably have a lot of, of clients that you've assisted there. Yes, uh, we work with seniors who are moving either in the local area or to somewhere else to be closer to family. Uh Um, One of the main things they're concerned about is what do they do with all their stuff? How do they know what to take with them? How do they know what to do with the things they don't take with them? Uh And that's something that we do address with people individually on a one-to-one level and try to make it easier for them to know what they should take with them to a Mm -hmm. smaller place than where they're downsizing and how to help with things that are not going with them. 
Yeah, and um, uh, again, with the benefit of somebody that's doing this, there's only so many types of moves that you're going to do, but you've seen all of the things that you can really go, okay, this is really what what you're going to need and the strategy that we should take to make sure it's going to be as seamless as possible. Yeah, we have a, set, a system we work with seniors on what to do first, how to do this first, then do this, then do this. And uh-huh. I think that's very helpful because, again, that's a, 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 a time when you can be really on overwhelm yeah. is trying to figure out what where to start? Where do I yes. even start? So if you were moving yourself, would you hire somebody to take care of it? Or you're just so passionate about what you do, you would be um, taking care of that yourself? I would partially oversee it, but okay. I would not do it myself. Yeah, there you go. That makes, <laughs> makes sense. Well, Lori, thank you so much for uh, joining me back in studio. And it's a pleasure having you uh, here today as well. Thank you, Tina. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And this is your host and mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, signing off for the day. Another uh, Saturday here show. I'll be here next Saturday, same time, same place, right here at 1150 AM at KKNW. Have a great weekend, everyone. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, NMLS 7233. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC.